You're listening to the City Church Downtown Podcast. Hello, San Antonio. All right. Home of the Spurs. All right. Well, you know, I'm not a... I'm not going to say that, okay? I'm not going to say that. I'm going to try to make it out of here. Well, uh, me and my wife, well, my wife is from San Antonio, so, hey. That's a good thing. Well, you guys have been going through some talks or some discussions about adulting, right? And um, I think you guys covered adulting in your money, adulting in sex. Well, today I want to talk about adulting uh, in your decisions, wise decisions, making wise decisions. It's very important to make wise decisions. Um, For me, um, I, I made one of the wisest decisions I made. Uh, was about 15, going on 16 years ago when I accepted Christ Jesus as my Lord and Savior. That was the wisest, wisest decision ever. Uh, because at one time I was lost and involved in gangs and drugs uh, for years. I got involved in gangs at a tender age of 11 years old in Southern California. And um, it, just like any person that's, you know, get involved in gangs, I, I really affected my family and any, anyone I came in contact with, actually. And so wise, the wisest decision, one, that, that I made was accepting Christ. But I, I think you guys got the picture of me and my wife. That was the second wisest decision is marrying someone out of San Antonio, right? You guys know how to cook. You guys know food, okay? I'm telling you, um, Doug and Jeannie took us to a place last night, and I was totally, totally amazed. I mean, it was real good food. So, Oh, my gosh. So another wise decision was collaborating with uh, Doug. You guys got an amazing church here, City, City Church here. You guys ought to give yourself a round of applause. Uh, that's me and Doug right here. We're, we've, um, we connected through a friend, of course, and uh, he just discussed it. But he came out to our conference in July, and he really uh, spoke a, a, a word that really impacted not only me, but everyone that was in uh, the venue at that time, and and we just began to start connecting and texting and talking and eating, of course. When I come to San Antonio, he always has a good place to eat, and so we've been having a great time, and so I want to get right into the message, talking about choosing wisdom over foolishness, okay? Uh, the psalmist, the writer of Psalm in verse, four, verse 1, chapter 14, says, the fool says in his heart there is no God. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Chapter 14, verse 1 in Psalm. And so I remember at one season in my life, I was this fool. I was this fool, you know, not believing there was a God, shaking my fist in the air, believing if there was a God, that he was a horrible God. He was a mean God, and he just had no regard for my life at all because of the conditions I was in, the things that was going on in my life. But then something hit me, and I, and I want to give you this transformation idea, this transformative idea. It's choice, not chance, that determines your destiny. Can we say that together? Can we say that? No, no, seriously. Can we say that together? Let's say that together. I, I, I like to talk back. Say, it's choice, not chance. 
Well, the reason why I say that is because I had made a lot of choices in my life, and that's why I was in the condition I was in. I couldn't blame anyone. Some people love to be a victim, right, if I wasn't uh, black or African-American, you know, if I wasn't Hispanic, if I wasn't Caucasian. It's like, really? I mean, you're going to use that one? And, And so it was choice, not chance. I wasn't so happy in this condition. It wasn't by chance that I was in this situation. And so the best decision I made was when I walked through the doors, I don't know if you know about Outcry in the Barrio. It, it, it started here in San Antonio, and I walked through the doors in 04, and Jesus dramatically transformed my life. Amen. I mean, uh, no, no. If you knew what I was talking about, you guys would be screaming right now because I was more of an animal than a human being. I had no love in my heart for people at all. I didn't care about people one bit. And when Christ came into my life, you know what? Something happened, and I knew it. I started caring about people. That was weird. It was awkward for me. It was very awkward because I didn't care about nothing. No, you don't understand what I'm saying. I didn't care about nothing. And I was super irresponsible. And when Christ came into my life, one thing I love about Alcranabario, me and my wife, we pastor one in Dallas. We're, it's, we're getting some amazing results through the power of Jesus Christ. We've reached right about 7,500 people since we've been there. You know, people are being transformed dramatically. Mothers are having a son again, and because we only have a location for men right now, we're going to look to open a location for women. But um, men are being dramatically transformed. They're going back and being fathers and husbands. And you know what? And this is only through the work of Jesus Christ and what he did at Calvary and his blood being shed. But I walked through those doors in 04. Hopeless case. Foolish, because in my heart I said there was no God. I'd come to the point where I didn't even believe that God existed. And if he did, again, I don't think he regards me at all. I don't think he cares for me at all. And so I had to come to this conclusion that it was choice, not chance, that it determined my destiny. That was the reason why I was in the state I was in. And so I want to talk about a few things that make up a fool or what fools do, okay, because the Bible speaks about fool. I don't know if you noticed in the Bible, it talks about foolishness, and it talks about wisdom. So if we're going to talk about making wise decisions, we want to talk about what's the opposite of making a wise decision, making a foolish decision. So one thing, a fool does not accept instructions, just doesn't. I remember we, we were, uh, me and my wife, we got married, and we went to uh, Miami, and we were uh, driving around, and at that time, I just despised Google Maps with a passion. I just, and you know what? I was the type that would put in the address, and if it said left, I was going to go right. <laughs> Fool. Now I'm running around lost, and then, guys, you don't have to raise your hand, but just blink if you've done this before. <laughs> just blink. If you blink, I, you know, look. She said, stop and ask for instructions. I was like, come on. I know where I'm going. I've never been to Miami. That was the first time I've been to Miami, and so a fool does not accept what? Instruction. A fool also is easily led astray. Easily. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much for that individual to be led astray. You know, the wind blew, and I would just go in that direction. It didn't didn't matter. You know, oh, everybody's going, oh, yeah, I'll go too. It didn't matter. And so uh, Scripture says in Proverbs 1-7, it says this, 
uh, excuse me, Proverbs 5.23 says this, he will die for lack of instruction, and in the greatness of his foolishness, he will go astray and be lost. And so for me, I was very lost, you know, de- you know not only in Miami, right, <laughs> but I was lost in life because I did not know what my purpose was in life. I didn't know why I existed. I didn't know why I was on earth. And so because I did not know why, what I was on earth, I would just be grasping it at things. And if you don't know the purpose for something, all you do is abuse it. Like, if you don't know the purpose for a particular thing, like keyboard, I get on the keyboard and everybody run out of here, right? I don't know. I, but I, I don't know what to do with a keyboard, so I'll abuse it. Just like in marriage, for a husband, if a husband don't know the purpose of marriage, if a wife doesn't know the purpose of marriage, they'll abuse the marriage. Just like, you know, children, anything you, you have, if you do not know the purpose for it, you will abuse it. And so, because I was going astray because I didn't know the purpose for my life. Another thing a fool does, let's, let's touch this, we're going to have a little fun. A fool does not consider consequences of his choices. Like, no matter what a person, you know, does, you just don't factor in that life is connected. Like, Everything that's going on in my life is connected to my choices. And so I got bitter, I got angry, I got frustrated because I found myself at 22 years old going into uh, the penal system. I was incarcerated and I found myself because of my gang activity, 29 months in a single cell by myself. And you know what? All I was doing was blaming everyone. I was blaming everyone, my mother, if she wasn't a drug addict. My dad, if he would have been around, if I didn't grow up in this type of neighborhood. But the fact of the matter is, I wasn't considering the consequences of my choice. These were all the consequences of my choice. So here it is. It's choice, not chance, that determines your destiny. That's a big thought that I have today for you. I want you to take that, you know, because it's not by happenstance. Things don't happen to us, you know, by accident. It's choice, not chance, that determines your destiny. Also, a fool brings a lot of tension and division in the family. Now, don't say anything, okay? But somebody in here probably knows what I'm talking about. Have you ever had a friend come or a family member come to like an outing and just everything goes haywire? Don't say nothing. Again, just blink if it ever happened. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is, is a fool brings tension and division in the family. Look what the Bible says. Wise children, Proverbs 10.1, wise children make their fathers proud of them. Foolish ones bring their mothers grief. At this time, I was bringing so much grief into my family's life. I was bringing so much grief into every person I came in contact with because of the choices I was making because a fool in his heart says there's no God. There's there's no God. So I would totally disregard instructions. I would totally bring division, and I was easily led astray, and I did not consider consequences at all. A fool remains prideful also has the I know mindset. I know it all. But wise decisions, think about this, wise decisions. Proverbs 13.10 says, where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. 
There's nothing wrong with taking advice from others. I took advice from a person I was calling drug rehabilitation programs, and I was a 26-year-old boy. We're on a series talking about adulting, correct? I was a boy, 26 years old, but I was a boy. Was not a grown man at all. I was calling rehabilitation centers, and I was asking them that they know a place that could help me. Because my gang activity and my drug dealing, it caused me to get in a situation where now I was doing drugs. So I called numerous of places. They said, well, you have to have insurance or you have to have some money. Well, at that time, I didn't have money and I didn't have insurance. I was on drugs. But I called one place and I took the advice from a lady. The lady said, there's a place called Outcry in the Barrio. And it's totally free. And they, she brought up that word, but it's all about God. I was like, remember, a fool says in his heart, there is no God. I was in a desperate situation where I was ready to do some desperate things, make a desperate decision, make a wise decision. I didn't know it was a wise decision at the time. Because my life, was a sum total of all the choices I'd made. I was a sum total. If you added up every decision I made, it, you had that bitter, angry, frustrated individual that was now desperate to do anything he needed to do to make a change in his life. See, if you walk in wisdom, you will live with purpose. If you walk in wisdom, you'll live in with purpose. Wisdom is something that is found in individuals that seek God. Wisdom is found in the heart of people that are driving towards trying to continue a life after coming to know God. Because after I accepted Christ, they begin to start taking me through a journey of how to live for God. I mean, let's know you can come to God, but then after that, you got to learn how to live for God. I didn't know how to live like a Christian at all. And so they begin to take me through this journey of living for God, showing me how to forgive. I mean, I know this sounds simple, but I did not know how to forgive. I'd hold a grudge for years. I forgot why I held a grudge. I just know I don't deal with you, <laughs> right? You know? you know how you got family members you just don't deal with? I don't know why we don't deal with them, but hey, we don't leave them alone. And so I had to go through a season where Jesus was doing some internal work. And he was showing me how to live with purpose. Today, I'm here to tell you that you and I are all a sum total of the decisions that we've made in our lives. All of us right here, right now, we are a sum total. You add up every decision you made, and this is the person you are. And it's not a bad thing for some of us because we may have been making wise decisions. But for others, you may be a person that's shaking your fist in God's hand saying, I don't believe you exist. That's where I was at. A fool says in his heart, there is no God. Here, I, get you, I want you to get this. It's choice, not chance, that determines your destiny. Today is Baptism Sunday. Many people have made a great choice to be baptized. There's others. They, I heard uh, Pastor Doug and his, his team talking about direct dunk. I was like, wow, what is that? That sounds excruciatingly painful. Or they said, no, 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 Pastor Billy. What we do is if someone wants to 
accept Christ right now and get baptized, they can do it today. So if you wanted to accept Christ Jesus, your Lord and Savior, and say, you know what, I want to be baptized today, they'll actually dunk you today. Remember, it's choice, not chance, that determines your destiny. If you don't mind bowing your head, you know what, and if someone has that decision or that desire in their heart, hey, I want to I get direct dunk. I want to get baptized today. I want to accept Christ. I just pray right now that you would make that choice, that wise decision. So as your head is bowed, I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that fresh desires will be released all throughout the atmosphere. Your presence, oh God. We hunger for you because we don't want to be a fool. We want to know without a shadow of a doubt that you are here, you exist, and you're real. So if you're that person that you may want to get baptized today or you want to accept Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you want to believe on what Jesus did at Calvary, him dying on the cross and shedding his blood for all of our sins. If you want to do that today, I just ask you to lift up your hand. Don't worry about anyone that's next to you. If you have not accepted the Lord as your Savior, today is the day that you can receive salvation. And for, for anyone that have accepted the Lord, today is the day that we make a decision that I'm going to start making wise decisions. I'm going to begin to start making wise choices. Adulting is serious stuff. So today I'm asking you to repeat a simple prayer. Everyone from front, back, side to side, all throughout this room, right here, I'm asking you to repeat. Say, Lord Jesus, I recognize that I'm desperately in need of your presence. Today, I open the door of my heart and I accept you as my Savior. Fill me with your presence. Fill me with your wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Well, thank you guys for having me so much. You know what? If you chose to get baptized, today is the day. God bless you. So, Father, we thank you for that amazing truth that once we were so far off, but we get to be not just your minions or soldiers, but your children, that you love your sons, your daughters. We can't thank you enough for that. We thank you that this is a church where the baptism pools are stirred, where people are being changed and coming to faith in you, Jesus. And we pray all these things in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Everyone said, Amen. Will you guys? Thanks for listening. For more information, visit citychurchdowntown.com.